0: This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. Bishop Tony Codwell and the Justice and Dignity Center plan to take steps towards stopping violence, murders, and sex trafficking with an emphasis on improving the process of reporting missing persons. Bishop and his group created an app to report anyone who may be missing. Codwell said he was inspired by the inability of the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department to take missing persons reports for those who may not have a full name or who may only be known by a nickname. App users can then respond and provide real-time information to a so-called mass army where hundreds of eyes can much more efficiently locate individuals. Uh, we're joined now by Bishop uh, Tony Codwell. He's with the Eternal Life Center, fam- Family Life Center, and the Justice and Dignity Center. Bishop Codwell, nice to have you. Welcome to Up to Date.
1: Thank you for having me here today.
0: Let's begin with the uh, Justice and Dignity Center. Tell me about it. What, what is it? Well, the Justice and
1: Dignity Center is the first community center that is actually owned by the community, run by the community, and services the community.
0: And how long has it been around?
1: Uh, Here in Kansas City, we've been here for four and a half years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before that, it was Community United, and we just kind of improved on the model itself. And now we've grown to over 115 organizations that actually work together Hmm. in Kansas City.
0: And how did you all come up with this idea for an app to track missing persons here in Kansas City?
1: Well, after the problems we've had with the police department, and they're unable to get information or bring information out about missing people because they don't have the full names, things of that nature. Uh, Sometimes with the homeless, they don't have an address. Uh, So what we did was we decided, you know what, let's do something about this problem, this issue, because everybody's life is important. Everybody has somebody that cares about them. And we have some young people Uh, that work in that industry. We have a young man. He's very good. His name is Marcus, uh, and that's exactly what he does. He designs apps uh, that are not even out, I mean, literally unheard of. And this app that he designed for us, we're able to uh, take the information and distribute it on cell phones, on uh, social media, everywhere with just one push of a button. To
0: help people find those who are missing. Yes. Yeah. Thank goodness for young people, right? I know, I love them, I love them. Because <laughs> you and I couldn't design an app like I, that. I have right? a hard yeah. time just working yeah. my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were saying there have been issues with the police department. What issues are you talking about?
1: Uh, now when someone goes in to make a report of of a loved one missing, you have to have their name, address, date of birth, all that information. In the streets, if somebody comes up missing, you only know them by their nickname. Mm -hmm. You might not even know their date of birth. Uh, And you sure don't have pictures of them. Mm -hmm. So what we've been doing is the program now uh, within the soup kitchens are actually going in, sitting down with people as they come into the soup kitchens and the other agencies that are working with us. So they'll take the person's picture. They get all that information if they can and then they are uploaded into the app
0: because even with if, the police department it sounds like you're saying if you didn't have all the information they wouldn't what f- complete the report and actually start looking for the person they don't
1: actually look either mhm uh we have teams that actually goes out and looks and that's true they won't go out and look for the for uh the person or even take the uh, uh inf- even take the report itself mm-hmm. uh, And sometimes a lot of time points we've talked with people where they've actually turned them away Mm -hmm. and said, hey, a person's grown. They can do what they want to do. They probably just ran away for a little bit. uh, Wait a while and come back. If you have someone that's missing, that is heartbreaking to them to be turned away. So we're not turning anyone away. Is this app
0: actually, has it been released to the public now?
1: Uh, Nope, we're actually going to release it uh, on the 1st. On the 1st. On the 1st. It's going live on the 1st.
0: And there's going to be, I imagine, some sort of commemoration of that moment?
1: Yes. Uh, We're going to do a press conference coming up uh, next week, and then we're going to release it on the 1st. Some of the agencies already that's involved with it have already started taking the information uh, for those that's on the streets. And the way that we approach them is, hey, if something happens to you, uh, we want to make sure that we can come find you. So is it okay if we get your name, your phone number? And most of the time they don't have numbers, it's just your picture, mm-hmm. uh, where you usually hang out at. Uh, we have street teams that's out there right now gathering this information. and uh, So it kind of works real well. Are, are, are homeless folks cooperating with that, by and large? Yes, they are, mm-hmm. because they know who we are. Mm-hmm. They see us every day. We're the ones that bring them clothes. We're the ones that feed them. We're the ones that house them. So they're familiarized with us. The young ladies to work the streets, they know who we are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're more cooperative.
0: What's your hope here, uh, Bishop, with what you want to see happen? What's what's the goal? The goal is love, unity
1: is to go, letting people know the dignity side. You know, we call it the Justice and Dignity Center. Mm-hmm. The dignity is the part that needs to go the most, uh, that we can show that everyone Needs to be treated with respect and dignity, and even if you go lost, you still need to be treated with respect and dignity.
0: And so, once this thing goes live, and you find out there's uh, someone who's gone missing, you don't know where he or she is. Uh, what you can uh, put out an alert somehow through to can a go network, to your phone,
1: or- even the per- yourself. You can go to your phone, hit the app, upload the information, and the app will automatically transfer that information into one of our administrators. The administrator will look over it real quick and send it out to everyone mm-hmm. at that exact time point. The process takes about 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and then everyone gets it.
0: Hey, what's your hope for how many people will one day have this app
1: here I'm in the US I'm hoping that it will actually go viral across mm-hmm. the United States uh, because, you know, <laughs> it's needed. Yeah. It's needed. Uh, we just want to fix the little hole or the gap that's in the system.
0: Mm. How often do people go missing?
1: <sighs> Every day. Every day. Right now, we're working on seven different cases mm-hmm. right now of missing people. And out of the seven, five of those are uh, young
0: ladies, uh, black young females. Mm-hmm. That has long been a problem in Kansas City, missing black females, that goes back a
1: ways. Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, you'll see it a lot because of the different time b- that, that things are going on. Like right now, we just came out of the Super Bowl. Go Kansas City Chiefs. Right. But it also creates problems. And the problem is now you talk about the sexual trafficking. Well, it brings a certain element into town that want to have those young ladies in their hotel rooms with them for the night. Mm-hmm. So now you see the sexual trafficking going up. And that's when people get snatched off the streets more and more during that
0: time point. When there's more demand, there's pressure on the system to get more women involved in it. Yes, it is. Yeah. We'll be back in just a minute. You know, KSHB did a story about this, Bishop, and he pointed out that your center has been in contact with the Department of Justice, claiming the group is aware of specific locations and individuals involved in sex trafficking. What can you tell us about that?
1: We know of several different houses. They're called trap houses. There are some that's run by some very elite people here in Kansas City that's involved in it. That is a high revenue at the moment uh, for those people. Huh. Uh, and some former law enforcement from Kansas City itself. Uh, we just found out that there was one.
0: Got a phone going. No, You're sorry. saying there's actually former law enforcement involved in something yes. like this? Yes, yeah. it is. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh,
1: like over in Kansas, it was over in Kansas that, uh, 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 I forgot his name. Uh, he was just found and convicted of it over in Kansas. Mm-hmm. But that it didn't just stop there. It's been over here before it even went over there. These trap houses, where are they located in town? Midtown, Kansas City area. Uh, we have a couple of them that's located out south. Uh, one's in Overland Park, uh, and, and we're, we're keeping close eyes on them.
0: Are group members
1: watching these houses?
0: Yes. Yes. And making reports to the DOJ? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, not only reports... uh. Hopefully that they get to go in and shut them down soon. They need to be shut down. Why haven't they been shut down yet? Again, that's, that's political.
0: You're shaking <laughs> your head. You're I'm, I'm, I'm
1: just you're... amazed why they haven't been mm-hmm. up until this time point. When we've given them information, uh, pictures, information, young ladies have come forward and, and told what goes on in the house.
0: Uh, and they still have not What do you plan? Where's this going to go from here? What, what, what do you think the next steps are in terms of running down these trap houses?
1: We're going to have to go back to our old ways. Our old ways is we stood out in front of the houses and just announced and brought the media in and shut it down that way as quick as possible. And if we have to go back to that, we will. But that only gets, displaces them from one area to the next area. We want these people to be brought to justice, not just move from one location to the next.
0: You know, Bishop, statistics show that black people are less likely to be found than white folks, or they're often considered considered runaways as opposed to, as to your point just a few minutes ago, as opposed to kidnapping victims. Why is that? <laughs> Over time, they've been seen as less than, uh,
1: and it's always been that way, unfortunately. And I hope that one day that this changes. But if a white young lady goes missing, you'll see it all over media. I mean, you'll see it everywhere. If a black young lady goes missing, oh, she was just a prostitute. And not that's not true. You know, uh, uh, we had a young lady that was snatched on her way to school. Uh, she was in college and got snatched off the streets. Nowhere near prostitution but they labeled her as that during that
0: time point. Just a couple other final points. You're actually starting a second app, Bishop. What's what's that about? The
1: second app is the resource app. Uh, you'll be able to hit a button uh, and say like you need a housing. Uh, hit a button, it'll take you to all the housing areas that are available yeah. uh, that have openings in those. Uh, if you need drug treatment, you'll be able to push that button, and it'll go there. And the difference with this is, it's updated every day. Mm-hmm. So if someone has in a drug treatment, they have five beds available, we'll be able to say, okay, well, there's five beds available right now. Uh, tomorrow, there's only four beds available. Yeah. So we'll be able to update that each and every day.
0: I know that the KCPD has reached out to your organization. Have you decided to partner up with the department? We're
1: going to work with anybody and everybody. Uh we keep an eye on them, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we're going to work with them because they have a system and certain things that we can't arrest. Mm-hmm. So we do need them. We can't bring them to that type of justice. So we do need them. Hopefully this chief of police is willing to work with us a lot more than the interim was. The new and, chief, Stacy Graves, you're talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I met her, talked with her. Uh, she's reached out and said, yes, she would. Uh, I knew her when she worked with Forte a uh, great chief of police when he was here. So hopefully we'll be able to bridge those gaps and repair some of the uh, heartaches that have happened with the community. How about relations with the KCPD these days? It's down now. I'm hoping that it will come up a little bit better. I'm hoping that we can get back to community policing where the community actually polices itself and the police is actually there to serve and protect.
0: It's the relationship that we need. How can people listening connect with the app that you're going to be launching on the 1st of March? You can give us a call if you would like at the KC
1: Justice Center. What is uh, that number? The number is area code 816 996
0: right. uh,
1: 1211. Okay. Or you can email us if you would like at KC Justice Center. Uh, at yahoo.com. Okay. 816
0: 996 1211 to get connected with that yes. app. That's Bishop Tony Codwell. Again, he's with the Eternal Life Church Family Life Center and also the Justice and Dignity Center. Bishop, thanks for your co- your time today. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. It. You bet. Up to date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancard. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.